Welcome to another broadcast of Help Relationships 102 with your host, myself, Pastor Lewis Green. It's good to be with you at the beginning of another week, and I pray that the Lord has kept you from last week into this one. Before we get into the heart of what we're going to discuss for today, please like us on our Facebook page at Help Relationships 102. And I remember the exclamation point is not on the end of help as it is here on Blog Talk Radio. Just plain old help relationships 102. Well, we're going to open up an issue that is vitally important. As many of you are coming to understand, we tend to address unaddressed issues. And even from approaches that perhaps some of you hadn't heard before, we lean into the scriptures and the spirit and on how to deal with life's issues. And it's it's not a traditional approach, but it is using His Word and walking in His Spirit. You know, I believe everything is a reflection of our relationship with the Lord. And so that's at the heart of all things. And so um, our aspiration is to approach all aspects of relationships, whether it be between you and your significant other, you and your spouse, you and your children, you and the Father, and even you and yourself. And so our aim is to address what is little addressed issues or unaddressed issues completely. And today is no different. I want to talk about a little addressed issue that is so in dire need of talking about. In fact, if this untalked about issue is not dealt with, it will keep us from addressing our issues and giving us a chance to overcome Life throws everything it can at us. It just does. It just throws everything it can. And it's how well we deal with these issues that determines how far we can go in most anything in our lives. Whether in our relationships with ourselves, with the Lord, with with each other. If this issue here is undealt with, I, I would dare even say it depends on how well we deal with this particular issue that determines how far we can go in life as a whole. And it is the topic of denial. Now that's a big word, and it can be a a far-reaching word, but it's something that so many of us walk in. And the problem is, is if I live in denial, I don't face the issue. And if I don't face it, I can't deal with it. And if I don't deal with it, I can't overcome it. And if I can't overcome it, then I'm a slave because of it. And and we say living in denial, all we're, we're referring to is the willingness to acknowledge the truth, the willingness to acknowledge that which is difficult to accept. And there's some things that I'm just unwilling to see. There's some things that I'm just unwilling to look at. There's some things that I'm just unwilling. Who knows what I'm talking about? There's some things in all of us that we just can't deal with. And as a result of it, we're slaves because of it. And I think that the scriptures that referred to in both the Old and New Testament, it says that you guys, you listen, but you don't hear. And that you see, but you don't perceive. And if you did, you turn and be healed. And that's what Jesus said. He says, if you, and it says in the Old Testament as well, it says that if you would, if you'd be willing to see, if you'd be willing to listen, then you could be healed. (laughs) And so most often, so many of us, and, and probably all of us to varying degrees, it's probably fair to say, that the thing that holds us down mostly is that which we're unwilling to deal with. 
And sometimes we're unaware. And this one we call it living in denial. And that scripture we just referred to that talked about hearing and, and listening but not hearing and seeing but not perceiving, is it perfectly epitomizes that. If I don't look at it, if I don't see it, if I don't acknowledge it, if I don't accept that it's so, then how can I deal with it? How can I overcome it? How can I escape the cycle of destruction that so many of us live in? Do you live in a cycle? And I think that in a sense that probably all of us do. If you live long enough to appreciate that you do, we all go through the same kinds of things over and over and over. And my cycle could be different than your cycle. And your cycle could be different than my cycle. But how many of the Lord speaks in the cycles? And the cycle is evidence that we are listening, but we're not hearing. (laughs) We're hearing, but we're not perceiving. It is sometimes hard to hear. It is sometimes hard to perceive. Sometimes life has to take us all the way down before we do. And so, I always like to say, each of us have a life's lesson. Do you know your life's lesson or your life's revelation? Are you aware of what your life's lesson might be? And Because everything in our lives will reflect that life's lesson. Everything that's going on in our lives will reflect that which we're unwilling to deal with. And so my question to you is, now now watch, and some of us, whenever I talk about living in denial... The Bible says that we're supposed to deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow Him. But that doesn't mean to live in denial. Denying myself and living in denial are worlds apart from one another. And it can be the difference between success and failure in whatever you're dealing with up to date. And the interesting thing is, is that if you're struggling to perceive, you're struggling to understand what issue that you might be living in denial regarding, and you're not sure. Just look in your life. Look in your life right now, and look in the area of your struggle. Look in the area of your recurring struggle, and begin to investigate there. Now, the thing about denial is it's it's an unwillingness or inability to accept the truth, an unwillingness or an inability to acknowledge something uncomfortable something that you're afraid of, or something you're ashamed of. You know, sometimes I can be afraid of something, and so I don't want to look at it. Like the young lady that finds a phone number in their husband's pocket, and so she doesn't acknowledge it. She doesn't want to acknowledge what it might be because of the connotation that she could lose everything that they have, and so it's just easier to not look at it. Or when the teacher's tells you that your kid is not doing well and is misbehaved and and you don't want to hear it. Or other people tell you that your kid is into some stuff that that you don't want to believe that they're into because then you have to deal with it, okay? And you don't know how to deal with it and it's too much to deal with. And so then as a result, that issue grows unto that child's destruction. And that's the nature of denial. I always say that it's easier to kill a tree when it's still a plant. But once it grows up into a full-grown tree, you know, I know folks personally that had symptoms, crazy symptoms in their health, but they were too afraid to go and find out what it might be. They lived in denial about it, and then finally they did go, and it was too late, and they ended up dying. I know folks that had gonorrhea and were afraid of the possibility of what might happen. They would live in denial and not deal with it, and in fact, they had to deal with what the reality. They had to face their fear as a result. And that's the insidious nature of denial. It keeps us from dealing with things that when we do decide to deal with it, it becomes too late. And the thing is, you know, when you ask yourself, what could I be in denial about? Because you have to ask yourself. And so I begin to consider this. What have you heard 
<laughs> said to you more than a few times by others. You know, the scripture says, out of the mouth of every two and three witnesses is every word established. What has been said to you consistently by others, more than a few occasions you've heard it. And you can justify why you disagree with it. But I always like to say, if I hear the same thing more than a few times, then I put it on the trial bench of consideration, okay? And I seriously look at it. And because out of it will unravel your entire life. And all the things that are holding you back. And it was being said to you the whole time. You just didn't like it. You didn't like what was said. You didn't like what you heard. It made you uncomfortable. It made you ashamed. It made you embarrassed. It was just something that you could not accept. And that thing, accepting the unacceptable, is what it takes to overcome denial. And what's funny is the Lord could be talking to you. The Lord could be saying things to you. The Lord could be saying things to you over and over again, but sometimes it's hard to hear. And some of you are praying and trusting God and believing God, okay, to overcome certain issues, but you're unwilling and unable to see what they are. And how many understand that? How many can appreciate that? How many can appreciate that? And folks have said some things, maybe your spouse has said some stuff to you, maybe some friends have said some stuff to you, but you just could not accept what was being said. Now, if you're being held back in your life or you find yourself in dire situations because of not knowing what else to do, you're living out a desperate life in order to survive because nothing you do will prosper, but everything falls to dust and you can't move forward, begin to consider that which you have deemed unconsiderable. And know that it's about accepting that which is, you might consider unacceptable that will determine the quality of your life. Okay, and in some cases whether you have a life at all. And so the Lord has even said things to many of us over and over and over again. Every one of us has a life lesson and a life revelation. I say your life's lesson you hear from people, your life's revelation you get from God, okay? So some of us are praying and fasting, and, but you're facing the same kind of situation over and over again. It is a clear sign that you may be living in denial. And you have to face it. And you know, the interesting thing is some of you have given advice to people. Okay, and you're aware of, but you don't apply that same advice to yourself. And some of you are maybe preachers or teachers or ministers, and you're telling people stuff that you're not doing yourself, and it reflects in your own life. You say, I should follow advice myself, and as a result, you're being held down. So this thing about denial can be very insidious. It can be most insidious. It can, it can hold you back. And I have to be able to accept a fault about myself. Someone said that I love my enemies because they tell me my faults. Okay, I want to hear my faults. You know, I'm human too, so I don't like hearing it. But if I hear something more than a few times, and I don't have a revelation to cover that, if I don't have a revelation to cover that, then I need to seriously look at the possibility that this little thing that I can't see could be the very thing that's keeping me from being healed, delivered, and set free. And this is interesting because some of you wandered in the desert and you're fighting with some terrible situations and circumstances right now. But can you consider, can you hear the worst about yourself? I know it may seem unacceptable. I know it may seem too much for you to be able to acknowledge. But Jesus says that if you do, you would turn and be healed. You do and you turn and be delivered. You do and you 
return, you'll be set free. God didn't intend for you to stay all this time, live all this time in the wilderness. He didn't intend for you to remain all this time in this situation and these kinds of circumstances over and over and over again. There's something you're going to have to acknowledge to yourself about yourself. And it might be the very thing. You know, I know folks that were on their deathbed and they were so afraid of being considered weak that they would not even tell their family what the diagnosis was and what the doctor said because there was something they could not, they would live in denial and they could not deal with it. And I don't know how many people, how many people do you know that have waited too long to go to the hospital because they just could not accept the life's possibilities or, or what could be their fear. But I'm here to tell you that God is for you. And God wants to encourage you that if he's for you, who can be against you? Don't be afraid to embrace that which seems unembraceable. Don't be afraid to acknowledge. He wants you to know that you're not alone. That you don't have to face life's idiosyncrasies and, and problems and trials and tribulations alone. That he's with you. And he, he's encouraging us to stop running from these situations. Stop running from these implications. Whether it be about ourselves. Whether it be about that what we fear most. And God is saying to face those things in faith. If you want to grow. If you want to overcome. You have to face it. Because if you don't acknowledge it, you can't face it. And if you can't face it, you can't overcome it. And if you can't overcome it, then you're a slave because of it. You're a prisoner because of it. You're an inmate because of it. And some of you know what I'm talking about. Some of you have, have had hard breakups before with girlfriends and boyfriends and, and even hard divorces. And they're saying the same thing. But what is it that is so difficult to accept? Child of God, you're in denial. And the Lord is saying, you don't have to suffer anymore, at least not because of this. The Lord is providing the revelation through different sources, even through our enemies. And the Lord is saying, I'm giving you the way out, but you've got to learn to accept it. You're listening, but you're not hearing. You're seeing, but you're not perceiving. You know, that's why Jesus told parables, because of this unwillingness to acknowledge truth. Jesus put it in a parable form so that he who had an ear could hear, and he who had eyes could see. So he gave you the acknowledge that there's denial, this little tripwire, this defense mechanism, because that's all being in denial is. It's a defense mechanism. It's compartmentalizing something until such time as you're able to deal with it. And God is saying that he's given us this proclivity to deny things so we won't go crazy because some things are too much for us to deal with. But this is why Jesus told things in parable form so that if you wanted to see it, you could see it. And if you didn't want to, it bypassed this denial defense mechanism that God gave us for the sake of our survival. But some of us have gone for years and decades and have been unwilling to face the truth about ourselves. And the Lord is saying that don't be afraid to face the truth about yourself because it could be true, but it's not necessarily the truth. How many know what God says is the truth? If you're a failure, that could be true, but it's not the truth. How many know there's a difference between what is true and what the truth is? You know, what's true is you could be sick, but the truth is by stripes you were healed. Come on now. It might be true that you're a captive to your weakness, but the truth is that God has given you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the works of the enemy so that nothing shall by any means harm you. It may be true that you're poor, but the truth is, come on now, but the truth is that God is your provider. It may be true that you're weak and that you're failure, but how many know the truth is that you're the head and not the tail, and you're above? And Don't be afraid to face that which is true, but when you face it, be armed with the truth. 
Now, some folks will stand on the word, but they will do it in denial. Like, for example, I like the idea in AA that you admit that you're an alcoholic because you have to be able to acknowledge it before you can deal with it, before you can overcome it, so that you're not a slave because of it. You have to be able to acknowledge it. But then once they cross over and 20 years later they're saying, I'm an alcoholic, and I understand that you always want to stay there, but at some point you have to accept the truth. Once you accept what's true, then you transition from that and you acknowledge the truth. Now, sometimes you may have to go back and accept what's true again, but by and large, you don't want to identify with what's true. And that's what so many people are afraid of. They're afraid of being a failure. They're afraid of being a victim. They're afraid of being dumb and losers. No, see, it might be true, but it's not the truth. The Bible says that thy word is truth. God's word is the truth. You may have a weakness in your flesh, but that's not who you are. And I think that's the argument we have with ourselves. But God is saying that the only way you're going to break these cycles is if you learn to stop living in denial and to look at it and not to take what's true and think that it's the truth. Come on now. And sometimes that doesn't mean that if you're struggling with a different area in your life, sometimes you have to say what's true. Okay, Lord, I do struggle with this area. And you admit it, that you are an alcoholic, that you are, you do struggle with arrogance and you do struggle with lust and you do struggle with whatever is within your nature. And you do that. But then you acknowledge what the truth is. Because the Bible says, first off, that when you confess your sins, that he's faithful and just, not just to forgive you of your sins, but to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. So as you acknowledge that thing to God, He'll cleanse you of it. Because it's not the truth of who you are. It might be true, but in your flesh, but it's not the truth. And God says, I want you to acknowledge what's true, that you can find the truth. And God is saying that it's time to for this cycle of destruction that's taking place in your life. He's wanting to end it. But only you can do it. Only you can do it. You have to look at it and deal with it. That's the only way that you can change. But see, some of you, because you lose, doesn't mean you're a loser. And because you fail, and you fail many times, it doesn't mean you're a failure. And that's what so many of you are afraid of dealing with what's true about, because you think it's the truth. But God is saying to hear him out in this, and to embrace that which you've been unwilling and unable to embrace. Because this is dangerous. It's a dangerous place that you're in. It has perpetuated your problem. Because of an unwillingness to deal with it, it has perpetuated your problem. This is with all of us, okay? And God is saying he wants us to deal with it so that we can turn and be healed. Start listening, start hearing, start perceiving, start watching, and be willing to. Because some of you are looking without when you should be looking within. And it's so easy to blame others. Isn't it so easy to blame others because we're afraid to acknowledge what's true about ourselves? Stop blaming others and stop pointing at others. It's so easy to do that. Guess what? You'll perpetuate your situation. Because if you don't face it, you're going to be a slave to it forever and ever. And so many folks, so many of us, are slaves to situation for years and even decades and for the better part of our lives because we've never been able to acknowledge our weaknesses to ourselves. We've never been able to acknowledge our part. We've never been able to acknowledge and say that I was wrong and I'm sorry. It doesn't mean that you're a loser. It doesn't mean that you're a failure. It doesn't mean that, that you're unacceptable. But it does mean that you are at the beginning of growth in your life. You'll bring yourself to the part to be able to accept what Jesus bought and paid for for your life, okay? So just because it's true doesn't mean it's the truth. But you've got to accept what's true so that you can dislodge it with the truth. And so, yeah, maybe you might be fat. But I don't mean you're too fat. 
Okay, that's true, but the truth is you're still fearfully and wonderfully made. Come on now, you may not be very intelligent, but you're not an idiot, okay? <laughs> you know, God will still give you the mind of Christ, and that's the truth. Oh, you might be sick in your body, that's true, that's factual. But the truth is, by His stripes, you were healed. But you've got to acknowledge what's true, you can't ignore it. And so, so many people do that in name of faith. But you know, you've got to deal with that thing. You got to deal with it in order to overcome it, or you'll be a slave because of it. You'll be an inmate because of it, and it's not God's will for your life. And so let's begin to investigate those areas of our life and each of our lives that we may be living in denial, and begin with considering: Okay, what have I heard people accuse me of more than a few times? Okay, the Bible said it should be out of mouth every two or three witnesses. So you've heard it twice at least. You need to consider it. Maybe you're at work and you're having a difficult time holding down a job and they let you go or they don't promote you and they're all saying the same thing, but you can't accept it. You're not accepting it will be to your own detriment. You'll be perpetuating this place that you're in, okay? Maybe someone's broke up up with you again or divorced you again for a reason of the same reason and it's so easy to blame the other person for their faults and not acknowledge your own and so you perpetuate it. Maybe you're in a ministry that's not succeeding and everyone is saying this is why you're failing or, or you have a business that's not succeeding and people are telling you they're giving you their reasons why that you're not succeeding but you're having a difficult time hearing it. Unless you can justify it with the revelation that God has given you by revelation, and even then it's questionable because sometimes we can have such a difficult time hearing that we can think we perceive revelation. We can perceive ourselves and think it's from the Lord because we're struggling in hearing what's being said. And so you have to determine yourself why. Why you struggle in your relationships? Why you struggle in being successful? And whatever that issue is, we've got to keep it before the Lord. And if you're teaching it and preaching it and giving advice, make sure you're following your own advice. <laughs> make sure. I know some folks, sometimes for us preachers, we'll get a revelation and we'll apply it. The revelation will face what God is saying, but only when everything is halfway over the cliff. <laughs> How about early on when we see signs of things failing and the Lord has consistently told us why, how about early on we apply the understanding that God has given us about ourselves? <laughs> how about we acknowledge that thing early on and stop waiting until it's so daggum late? And it's amazing, the irony is, we already know the answer, we just can't accept it. And so there's a great irony in that to me, that the very thing that we're seeking God about, praying about, reading self-help books and trying to learn and trying to grow and trying to change, we already know it's an unacceptable truth that we already understand. <laughs> okay, We already know it's been told to us repeatedly, but we just can't accept it. And that's the sad thing, is that when you understand, you're hearing, but you're not listening. Or you're listening, but you're not hearing. And you're seeing, but you're not perceiving. And you turn, you ask other people for advice, and you read self-help books, and, and you pray and try to get a word from God, and you fast, you stand on His word, and the truth is right there in your heart compartmentalized. <laughs> the Bible calls it hardening our hearts. And that's another word for denial. It's hardening our hearts. It's the unwillingness to hear. It's the unwillingness to acknowledge. It's the unwillingness to accept that which is true. That which is plain as the nose on our face. But there's an unwillingness 
to deal with it. Oh, and how many know? You gotta be able to face it in order to deal with it. You gotta be able to deal with it to overcome it. Because if you don't overcome it, then you'll be a slave because of it. You'll be an inmate because of it. And so look into your own world. And where are your cycles? Where are your reoccurring trials? What's happening to you over and over? Where is the ceiling in your life? Where are the prison doors? It's one of the greatest invisible bars. And the irony is, is that you have the truth the whole time, but you've hardened your heart. You've been unable to see it. Or you acknowledge it for a minute. I know some people that do, they'll get broken down so much by their decisions that they will ultimately acknowledge it, but then afterwards they don't want to think about it anymore. It's so difficult for us to accept because of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which we talked about on the last series. It's so difficult for us to acknowledge the truth. And God is saying, acknowledge it, accept it, embrace it. And don't just acknowledge it once. Know that if that is your issue, that you've got to stay there. Acknowledge that that's true in your flesh. It doesn't mean that it's the truth. But you got to admit the truth in it so that you can be on guard because that is your issue. Or our time has gotten past us. Please like us on our Facebook page at Help Relationships 102. And until the next time, may the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This is Pastor Lewis Green wishing you a great afternoon and God bless.